What up, everybody? This is your girl, Lexi Lex. Um, today's episode is an interview with an author who I had on my show before by name of Mrs. Kathy Wilkes. Now, you know, this month um, represents a lot of things and a lot of themes. Um, one does represent Halloween, but on uh, Eagle Courage, we do not celebrate Halloween, okay? Plus, if I'm going to get candy, ain't got to wait till Halloween to get some candy, okay? So, but um, the interview I did with Miss um, Kathy Wilkes, uh, we talked about a subject uh, about domestic violence awareness, and she is an author that has wrote a compile of poems, and she discussed some of the poems that definitely aligns up with the theme of domestic violence awareness. And also in the same month of October, uh, they had a thing called Natural Poetry Day. So this episode was definitely perfectly aligned. And I just want to say this to anybody who will be listening to the podcast and episode, that this podcast and the episode is not just for believers, but it's for anybody in need of encouragement. And I also want to say this to those who have been affected by domestic violence, whether you saw it in your house with your parents, whether you saw it outside of the house with friends, uh, with couples, where you had an ink that something was going on, you didn't know how to pinpoint it, or even if you're a man, not just one, but or but a man that was domestically abused, not just physically, but even verbally, I want you to know that this episode is definitely for you. I also want to say this to those who have been victim of domestic abuse. Uh, one, you did not ask for it. Two, you're not made to be domestic abuse and you don't deserve it, okay? So, also, I pray for those that were abused that you be confident, you be healed. We be put out that environment away from that person or that group of people that abuse you and that you'll be around people that will not abuse and show how to be a real how to be loved the right way and not just physically but mentally spiritually emotionally loved the right way because sometimes for myself who's been in that situation of being abused um we sometimes can have such a event of trauma and we know it's not the right way to be loved but because of what we've been through it's like we know we're not made for but it's like we we're going to receive the right love that we deserve, that we are made for, that we created for. And for those who have been initiating the abuse, my prayer is one, you get delivered. But, but I pray that God will show you the root, what's the start point, what's the origin of it. Because when you are the abuser, give the abuse. There are times where you do it, sometimes you don't care. And sometimes people do it because one, it be from a spiritual standpoint because there's a certain saying the spiritual dictates natural. Also because, and that's the saying that this is just from my from my experience and my view of things, sometimes abusers are bullies. Because they feel like, you know, if I could abuse you, if I do this to you, whether with words, with material things, I can make you feel you make you feel like um, I have the upper hand, that I have no control, when actually you're just a punk and not just a punk, but not just male, but female punks. Because if you feel like you got to bully someone or abuse someone to make you feel like you got upper hand. It says something is wrong with you. It says something about you that needs change from the inside out. And I will say this. Um, as a person who has seen abuse in like in person as a kid. And also experienced abuse when I became an adult. Um, I mean, I would not wish upon no one because no one deserves it. And even to a point, I forgive the person that even abused me. 
because one it's it's one thing to be out the relationship but also another thing to let go mentally release that person out of you and out your soul out your spirit and i'll also say this to those who knew something was up and chose not to do it one i'll say ask god to forgive you don't beat yourself up about it but i also pray that when you sense an unconscious abuse going on that god get the wisdom take action because um we're in a state and in a time where there's abuse going on and sometimes we know sometimes we don't know sometimes it's covered us so well Sometimes we know people are abusing people, especially if they are well-known. Um, and what I mean by well-known, not just in a workplace, but, you know, in celebrities' lives. Um, and no disrespect in the house of the Lord. Not all house of the Lord people like this. But my prayer is that you get healed delivered. Doesn't matter who you are, doesn't matter how much money you make, doesn't matter how much status you are, doesn't matter how socially accepted you are on the outside. If you are doing some type of abuse towards somebody, you are in the wrong. Especially when you say, oh, don't, you know, don't do this to this person. Don't do it to my mom. Don't do it to my sister. Don't do that to my friends. But then if you're saying that, say don't abuse so-and-so, but then you do it, what does that say about you? So, I also want to say to you when I do the episode detail, there's a resource that the um, author mentions that I will annotate in episode details and even how you can reach out to her because I'll say this uh, for the author that I interviewed um, she has such a creativity with words creativity with photos she breaks things down away where it's like whoa we gotta get her material so I also want to encourage you uh, don't forget to grab your source of encouragement um, especially the book, you're not the only one who has been hurt by abuse is overcome. Because I mentioned about the abuse that I did go through. Also, I want to let you know to those who are in a situation, um, I just want to encourage there is a way out. And I will put the resource, I believe it's called wasaicmethod.com. Also, um, no matter where you are, whether you're here in the United States or overseas, I just want to let you know um, that. Um, you're not made for abuse. You're not made to be physical abuse, spiritual abuse, emotionally abused. You're not made to be abused, period. Your body not made for abuse. And if God don't is not pleased with it, guess what? We should not be pleased with it. And I'll also say this. If you are a person who has done the abuse and you want change, he will change you. And I'll also say this for people who think it's good is popular and that is sometimes glamorized it's not pretty it's one thing you see and you think oh da 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 or we see it and we think oh dang but what happens when it's you getting the hits what happens when you getting devalued especially did nothing wrong whatever say don't rebuke you how would it feel if you was a person that's being verbally broken taken out on that lashed on how would it feel when you being verbally emotionally filthy broken down for nothing but because it's like they feel like you know what I gotta find some way to control 
And let me just say this, and I'm going to say it again. You feel like you got to, feel like you got to control somebody or something by abusing them, something's wrong with you. But other than that, y'all, um, I pray who all that will listen to this interview, I believe a lot of you will, I pray that it will encourage you, it'll uplift you. Um, when you get a chance, check out mosaicmethod.com. Uh, don't forget to grab the social, uh, sources of encouragement, um, which, especially my particular book, particularly, You're Not the Only One, Who's Been Hurt, Violent, Abuse, Overcome. And check out my book of poetry called My Journey Through Poetry. Also, don't forget to check out Mrs. Kathy Wilkes books and reach out to her through email, which I'll put in episode details. Other than that, y'all, I pray you have a great day, you have a great week, that you be restored, you be made whole, you be healed. And that those who's done the abuse, I pray that you get help, that you will humble yourself, that you may, hey, look, something's wrong, I need change. And I'll give you an example, actually, maybe two examples. Um, there was a gospel artist by the name of, um, believe his name is James Fortune. And it was out in the news that he had domestically abused his wife. Guess what? He went for help. And if a man of God can admit, hey, I did something wrong. I'll go and get the help so I can change. So I can be better, not to myself, but to others, especially women. Guess what? If he can make me help, guess what? We all can say, hey, look, let's get some change, okay? So, without further ado, here is the interview with Mrs. Kathy Wilkes. And if I had to put a, a theme for this, I'll put as this. Poetry for Domestic Violence Awareness. This is your girl, Lexi Lex. And remember, keep on sounding like an eagle in your heart and mind and throughout life. And remember, somebody need to give that God put in you. Have a great day. Enjoy the interview with Mrs. Kathy Wilkes. What up, everybody? This is your girl, Lexi Lex. Um, today's uh, episode, I um, have a uh, special guest who actually has uh, been on my show before. Um, I met this lady at a book festival in Wimberley, and she has such a unique creativity, not just with pictures, but with words. And um, we have been clicking ever since, and um, she has wrote a book of poems, which is not only in alignment with um, Natural Poetry Day, if I'm not mistaken, in this month, but also with Domestic Violence Awareness. And the reason why... Actually, I'm glad she had reached out to me about this because it's been going on a lot and not just with women, but with men too. And so she has a couple of poems that will help you understand the journey of somebody that's been in that type of situation. And just remind everybody that this episode and this podcast is not just for believers, but for everybody, for everybody need for encouragement. So if you're looking for some words of encouragement, help you or help someone through a domestic violence situation, whether you're somebody you know is being verbally abused, emotionally abused, physically abused, um, this episode is for you. So with no further interruptions, I want to say hello again to Miss Mrs. Kathy Wilkes. 
thank you so much for uh, having me on your show. And uh, when we met, and I think it was two years ago, so that's how solid our friendship has been. I saw that's you across nice. the room, and it was like something about you. I just, I had to get to know you. So I uh, really nice. have had uh, the benefits of a friendship with you because um, you are just a, a wonderful soul, just uh, positive, supporting, and um, and I would say fierce if need be. So, Thank you, um, <laughs> but yes, October is Domestic Awareness Month. Um, something that um, uh, I don't say that I support domestic abuse, um, mm -hmm. but uh, I uh, uh, but domestic abuse awareness because a lot of times you may see it, um, but then you may not be because sometimes people camouflage very well because of mm -hmm. the repercussions. Um, and I'll yes. start with the, I'll start with the poem I wrote. It's called uh, Lightning Strikes Up a Dance. And it was based on a tree that I saw that had okay. gotten hit by lightning. Um, mm -hmm. And, uh, and I've, I'll, I'll posit a few thoughts on that after I read it. Lightning yes, Strikes Up a Dance. Mm -hmm. Bits and pieces of empty space began after a summer storm. Lightning decided that it wanted to dance. He was such a terrific dancer. He took hold of a limb and couldn't stop. It was exhilarating. Not wanting the time to end, he left up with a part of me. Repositories of good memories tucked within the soft tissue of my cambium. Elongated as time weighed in, giving gravitas to the moment. I welcome guests to share in these spots, birds and bugs and the like and like it. In case lightning should come around again, he will know that his name, he will know that his name is carved indelibly upon my heart. Hmm. And after I wrote that, you know, I thought, oh, you know, that sounds like such a loving relationship. Mm -hmm. But then I looked at it again and I thought, you know, sometimes people in a domestic abuse relationship view their relationship like that not realizing that this person just kind of comes in and damages them and it does take a part away from you mm -hmm. but yeah. you don't even realize that you just remember the good memories and you rationalize um and then you just allow yourself to conform to their idea and mm. so it's like oh my gosh what a great uh metaphor for domestic abuse mm -hmm. um and then there was another one that I wrote. It's called Disengaging from the Cage. Mm -hmm. He sought her out, told her that she was beautiful. Then mm -hmm. like a bird, he put her in a pretty cage. He mm -hmm. would remind her that the door was always open. It was for her own, own protection from harmful things in the world. Mm -hmm. Her vision was short-sighted at the time. Going beyond his boundaries would result in clipped wings where mm -hmm. she could not stretch out or breathe as easily. So she waited, watched, and gained wisdom. Her mm -hmm. wings grew back and she took flight. Mm -hmm. And so this is a more obvious example of when somebody tells you all these things, you know, and, and it just sounds right. And then before you realize it, your cage could be uh, material things. It could be security, mm -hmm. position. And then you get caught up in that and it becomes a cage. But then mm. they tell you, well, it's for your own good, you know, or, you know, aren't things better for you and try to convince you. And mm. then eventually you'll get wise and then you'll be able to break free from that cage. And so those are two examples um, of 
two examples of um, what domestic abuse could look like, I think. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Before you um, continue on, I'm going to say this right now. When you was reading Nine Stripes of the Dan, and after you read it, you, saw that you broke it down, the meaning behind it. And it was such a light bulb for me, especially when you said about holding on to good memories. And I will say that I have been guilty of this because I was holding on to someone. Even though I knew they were not good for me, I haven't been in contact with them in years. You know how some part you don't want, you know how some part it's like, you know, back in mind, you don't need to be around the person, but you're still holding on to something. Right. Was it, was it really that bad? Yeah. That kind of a thought. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I, so I had to really, I think sometimes my friend even asked me, like, yeah, I still love this person. I didn't want to admit at the time. And then we said about a good memory. And there are times, and even I think I had to pray this, pray one time, they go to like purge the, the good memories I had with that person. Because this person did help me out of a situation I was in, but the abuse happened after I moved. And so sometimes, uh, let's just talk about me. I'm going to talk about me. I don't like talking about me all the time, but I'm going to talk about me. Well, you know, you're it took about me. Yeah, talk about myself. Yeah. Um, I had to let go. And I knew. It's like I knew it wasn't good for me, but it's like, how do you get out of a cycle? How do you get out of something? How do you get out of a relationship, even a friendship that is not good for you, but because you kind of like hoping it'll change, hoping it'll get better, or because, oh, they did this for me, they did that for me, I should keep them. No, it's like, it's like I had, it had to be a want to, that had to be such a sick and tiredness. And so when you said about good memories, I think a lot of times, a lot of, not just women, but even men, hold on to that memory thing. Okay, I remember the good old days. Mm -hmm. But then it's like, what's the present time? Like, if it's so good, why is no longer in contact with this person? And there's times I have to remind myself why I had to let the person go, why I had to block that person, why I had to cut off that person, why I had to, like, block them more than once. And to be honest, because of a good memory, because of a deed that they did, and actually it's in the second book that I, I'm at written about that individual. And when I think about that part alone, it's like, okay, Alexia, you've got to let the person go. Like the fault, the good moment, good memory you had with them dies now, dies today. You can not only hold held back by that memory, they will help you that one good moment, but they rest the moments they sucked. So yeah. I so. So, 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 so agreed with that poem about lightning. And um, I think another one you did about the cage. I will say this. I'm glad that same person wanted me to branch out. But it's like wanting to branch out, but all to a certain extent. And a part of me at times was okay with thinking, oh, it's nothing. I just put this. I think at times we let those that have been in domestic abuse situations let people control that, let the people, let that per, let the abuser have control because of the influence, especially if they've done some damage. And so 
dependence on them is not in a healthy way. And when you say about wisdom, it's like even though the person that probably did the same thing, it's like the person was like, okay, I see what you're saying, but I'm seeing something totally different. And I think for me, I knew back in my mind, like, okay, I need to get free from this. I need to get out this cage. And let's put this way, mental cage, soulless cage, emotional cage, mm -hmm. um, false security cage. And when you say about some piece of taken away, I think for me, I, it's, you know, I have to put this. I don't know if you've ever been in this type of situation where it's like, We've seen it, you got used to it, but it's like, you know it ain't good for you, but it's like, it's their way out to point out, don't go back in the type of situation. And I knew for me, I didn't want to be in it. But I think the question was, who else? Who, it's like, who's, look this way. Who's a better man for me? And I think there are times where we want a person that will love us for us, will not take us through the, what the abuse is taking us through. But because, as, well, the term, sometimes the abuse gets climatized. Yeah. The abuse gets so climatized, they're used to it. So it's like, it's like they got to go through with such a detox, a withdrawal oh, of getting yeah. out of that environment, out of that personal environment, and also a learning what is not love? What is love? And if I really have to be honest with myself, there's times I had to go through that. And sometimes I'm still going through that. But it's okay though, because it showed me what I what I really want, what I don't want, what I deserve, what I don't deserve. And I'll even say this, um, nobody deserves abuse. I don't care who you are, who you are, I don't care what you've done. Abuse is abuse. And when I think about how um, abuse takes place, even how you, and oh, you know what? Thank you. Um, I don't remember back in the day, um, NBC made a lot of uh, made for TV movies. Mm -hmm. And there was these two movies that I, maybe three movies I remember hands down, where there was examples of abuse, especially there was one movie where a married there was a married couple and the wife kept saying hey my husband is abusing me and even to a point where the scene shows a lady coming out trying to say hey I'm being abused somebody help me and the guy just just attack her nobody saying nothing and even to the point where there was a late a girl in a relationship with someone and she was trying to hide the bruise and try to deny the abuse you know, you know, she know back in the mind, it's like, it's not working. She want to get out, but she's afraid to say what would happen if I set off being abused, especially if the person's abusing her or somebody they look up to. And sometimes the abuser, the one that being, not abused, but abused, and I don't even say myself, was kind of in that place where I was scared to say, hey, I'm being abused. Some of them are smooth, scared, aren't they? They're real smooth where nobody would believe yes. you. Yeah, and I and and the sad thing was that I wanted to say something to one of his friends, saying, "Look, your friend is doing this to me," mm -hmm. but I chose not to because one, I was afraid of what was going to happen. 
I was afraid of retaliation. I was afraid if his friends were going to believe him, believe him or believe me. If they believe me, what would happen? If I have a place to stay, it was a lot of stuff going on. And and I'll be honest with you, I wrote the book. Um, I ain't gonna lie, y'all know who all read that book, but um, I to be honest, um, I don't think I knew how much level of abuse I went through. Yeah. And and I'll be honest, I don't wish this on anybody, even get a person that abused me, because they don't know what they they don't recognize what they've done. But also, want to say to those that does abuse people, especially in a relationship, if you tell people not to abuse your family, your friends, but you decide to say, you know what, you know, I tell this people to do it, but don't, but then don't lie to me. Something is wrong with you, well, and that, yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of people don't know the signs of abusive behavior, and I, I happen to find a, a, a pretty a pretty good list um, yes, from, of all people <laughs> from an old Dear Abby article. Um, yeah. This is a, yeah, she was she was great. Um, and here's a quick list. One of them is a push for a quick involvement. Involvement. They come on really mm-hmm. strong, claiming uh, I've never loved anybody like I've loved anybody like I love you before. <laughs> Big mm-hmm. Uh, jealousy, um, mm-hmm. of possessiveness, uh, controlling, interrogates you intensely. Where have you been? If you're running mm-hmm. late or anything, um, uh, or keeps all the money, um, unrealistic expectations, um, mm-hmm. isolation where they try to cut you off from your own friends or family, um, mm-hmm. shifting responsibility, blames everybody, uh, but themselves if something mm-hmm. goes wrong. Um, mm-hmm. making others responsible for their feelings. Like you make me angry or um, you're the only one that can understand me, you know, whenever I'm, I'm you know, this way. Um, hypersensitivity, um, mm-hmm. like if they feel like they're insulting uh, or insulted when they, they tell you that they're hurt, but uh, boy, you know, wait till that squall starts coming in. Um, cruelty mm-hmm. to animals and children. And I would add also elderly. Because mm. that's also an indicator. Um, playful use of force during sex, um, verbal mm-hmm. abuse, um, rigid gender roles, sudden mood mm. swings, um, mm. and past battering history um, mm. where they admit battering to women in the past but say that they made them do it or some situation mm-hmm. brought it on, or if they ever threaten with any kind of violence. Wow. How true how true those things are. Um, and, mm. you know, um, I would have had no clue about um, your your situation with domestic abuse because you mm. are such a positive person and you do look at silver linings. But sometimes mm-hmm. I'm going to say that people, gaslighting people, narcissists, uh, abusers are drawn mm. to that light. Um, and, yeah. and you, know, you, you know, we like to believe the best of people um, life has mm-hmm. changed me a little bit where I, I have a little bit of, a, of, a, oh yeah, really, you know, um, but, uh, mm-hmm. but I do like to believe the best of most people and until proven otherwise. And, mm-hmm. um, the other thing is, is that, and I'm glad that you wrote a book about it because people will wallow in shame. It's like, why didn't I realize that? 
nobody's going to believe me now. It's gone on too long. Or if I tell them, they might misunderstand mm -hmm. and ask my abuser about it. And then, boy, I'll have to pay for that. You know, or yeah. they don't have a plan. Um, and so then all of this also gets lumped into it. And my other part that I wanted to talk about was if you are the friend of someone or if you notice someone that is, you know, possibly exhibiting any of this stuff that might be abused, there's something that you can do. And I've got a I've got a poem about that, too. Um, and it's um, it's called Osseointegration. When I went to the dentist one time or the um, endontist, they have this thing where it's a bone graft. And mm -hmm. it builds up the bone from the side of the jaw. And yeah. it, it was pretty amazing. I saw it on the x-ray and I was like, oh, wow, that's symbolic. So I took a picture of it. Um, oh. And so it's called um, osseointegration. And it's from the mm -hmm. Greek and Latin terms for bone and to make whole. A solid mm -hmm. substance introduced to the bone, emulating structure mm -hmm. and core, prompting a mm -hmm. stimulus that encourages growth much like a family member, a mentor, or mm -hmm. a friend standing in the wings, ready to render assistance until one is steady on their own, gaining strength. Then it subsides mm -hmm. and melds into the background, its purpose accomplished. And there are those right. friends and family members, they don't know what to say or do because the abuse will sometimes say, well, you don't know them, and then they end up defending right. them. And so, right. um, there are places to go to if mm -hmm. if you are abused, but um, and I've had to use this in a couple of instances, refer people to something that I found was pretty amazing. And this is for relationships, but it is also for situations at work. And it is mm. completely, completely um, 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 private. Um, mm. it, there's no way, I mean, there's no way that it could, um, they don't contact you, um, but it mm -hmm. does say that um, if you do a site, uh, if you do check out the site to make sure to back out of it, um, if you're concerned about internet usage that might be monitored, you know, um, just you know, back out of it twice and there's ways you can clear your browser. But one site uh, I found, with the, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I actually, what was it? Um, I was doing a paper or something and there was a site I went to where, where it's like, where you go the, go to that website mm -hmm. where to kind of get rid of everything that you did go to that website to, there's a certain level, a certain amount of instructions. Mm -hmm. And when you said that, I remember that website and there was a story about a lady who, and this actually happened during the during the pandemic, during the, the pandemic, the mm -hmm. pandemic, and how the abuser, who I think was working at a dealership, um, but everything, you know how when a lot of pandemic affected a lot of industry, a lot of jobs, oh, and yeah. I and it, there was like how a lot of people, some did not know how to deal with it, yeah. and uh, the 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 guy took it out on his, I, I want to say it was his girlfriend at the time mm -hmm. and there was a and she she was trying to find help so many ways because uh, one it was a pandemic two we in a pandemic depending on where you at you couldn't really step out the house 
So that was also a win for those that was being abused, especially domestic abuse around that time. And just the, it's almost like, what's I looking for? When somebody's abused, it's like scream for help. You look for a way out, but it's like where? Yeah. And I think about that lady who was screaming. You know, she wasn't verbally screaming. She was screaming like, somebody help me. I need a way out of this. And I'll even say this for the man, too, because I know there's been surveys and stories about men being in domestic uh, violence situations. Um, I would say this to the men. If you've been in a domestic situation with your girlfriend or your wife, I'll say this right now. You're not no less of a man. Because one, when this, and there's, and I don't know if you've probably heard this, when a man say, hey, I've been hit, you know, this lady, you know, my girl, my woman, my wife beat me up. And they'll like, yeah, right. Like, that's just nothing. But there are times where I've even heard one story in real time mm-hmm. and even on the news where a man was being domestic hurt. Yes. And not as frequently, but yeah, there's a percentage. And, there are times I want to say to the men, I get those that were being domestic um, abused, domestic violated by by women, and you told not to hit them back. I give kudos to you because most times it's already encouraged to ladies do not hit a guy back, especially if you don't want to get hit back. It's one thing if the guy hits you first, then you have error to defend yourself. But when a lady and I'll even say this, teenagers too. Mm-hmm. Teenagers too. If you hit a guy, ain't nothing wrong to you. Even if you say, oh, I'm just playing. Or you rather say something, something say, oh, I'm just playing. Don't take that. They don't have to take that as playing. They don't think, okay, you mean like, no, you're doing something to me I don't like. And I know that I probably was trained and raised to not disrespect a young lady, disrespect a woman. Because I wouldn't want the same thing to happen to my mom or to my sister or to those that are close to me. As much we women don't want men doing that to us, let's not do the same thing to them. Because one, even though most times women, we, they get, we get word that women been hurt, we ready to go full, let's be honest, we'll go full force on dudes. Say, look, what you're doing, what you're doing is wrong. Woo de woo de woo. But for the women, and young teenage ladies, I'll say this right now to you. Do not, I repeat, if a guy says do not hit him, especially if he did not hit you, do not do it. If he if he says do not say that, that hurt me, is it all just playing? Please don't do that. That's abuse. That's disrespect. Because you would not like it if a man did that to you. So do me a favor. It's one thing if you being attacked and you got to defend yourself, but when you be offensive towards a man that did not hit you, did not verbally disrespect you, you're in the wrong. So I'll say this to you now. Again, do not, I repeat, women, I repeat this to you. Do not domestic abuse a guy. Don't break him. Don't make him feel like some man because he did something wrong. 
Yeah, do not instead of defensive instead of offensive. Do not exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know, I'm glad that you brought up about uh, youth because in dating, you know, there's so many Mm -hmm. different types of abuse. There's the physical. There's the emotional. There's a psychological, um, uh, there's the sexual, there's the material or financial where they withhold that, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, and discriminatory. There's, there's so many different types of abuse. Um, Right. uh, That one site that I was talking about, um, let me go ahead and give it to you and I'm going to email it to you as well in case anybody wants to know about it. It's a place, it's a a site called... um, www.mosaicmethod.com and I'll spell it for you slower www.mosaicmethod.com and they have four different things it's um it's like um, domestic and then I think workplace, and then it's like, are you the uh, victim or are you the abuser? And it gives you mm-hmm. questions to figure mm-hmm. out whether or not, you know, which one you are. Everything wow. is completely, completely um, private. Um, mm-hmm. And um, then it gives you links to resources if you're, um, mm-hmm. if you're needing to it. Um, and the other resources that I found was um, the uh, um, Family Violence Program. Which is yes. a, there's a 24-hour national domestic violence hotline, and then there's oh, another one that's called um, the Hotline Org Search Our Resources, and it's also with domestic. And I'll go ahead and I'll forward those to you um, because those are helpful. Some people do not have a plan, um, and right. they are, you know, it's like, well, I can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Nobody will believe me. And then, or the friend who sees this, I actually referred that site, the Mosaic Method to a couple of people um, that were like, no, you know, this can't be happening to me. And I says, you know what? Why don't you just check it and then disprove it, you know, you know, right. check it and disprove it, you know, um, to yourself then. And so right. they did and they found out that yes, that they were. And it took that to finally convince them. So yeah. if, you are having a problem convincing somebody that that's where they might be because they're in denial and it's understandable because they're being gaslighted and they're you know it's like Mm -hmm. oh i can't be that smart but let me remind you tina turner is a good example Mm -hmm. of somebody that was abused by you there's so many i could give you but that's the first Mm -hmm. one popped up um um, that really helps to clarify but it not only identifies but it also gives you these resources which I find is very helpful and sometimes that's so important and if you're that friend you know and it's like look I'm worn out I don't know how else to support them just mm-hmm. be there because I had a friend of mine who married someone who turned out to be abusive and then took it mm-hmm. out on her kids and not in a great mm-hmm. way um, did you get the part about um that it identifies and then it also has resources and sometimes people don't realize that mm-hmm. they that they are going through this and I've recommended it to people that you know were in denial and then when they took it they realized oh my gosh yes so that's the one of the things if you think if you're a friend and you think that then just refer that that site to them and I had mm-hmm. a friend who um, did you get the part about I had a friend who was married and I was the only one allowed over the house Yes. 
Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, they ended up divorced and then she found out what he was doing to the kids later and that was horrible. Um, uh, but now she's married to a good man. Um, but yeah, I've referred this to, you know, quite a few people, my uh, friends of my kid, my own kids, when it's like, nah, you know, I'm the only one that understands them. And I thought if I had a, if I had a nickel, well, no, let's just say a dollar, you know, but even if I had a nickel, I'd be a rich woman for in, as many times as, as I've heard that. No, no, that is gaslighting. That is a narcissist. I'm not a psychologist. Let me just throw that disclaimer out there. But I know people and you mm -hmm. see this, you know, and it feeds their ego, you know, and I would, you know, I would love to uh, get an attitude adjustment with them. But um <laughs> But I'm spreading my wisdom. I'm spreading my wisdom and support. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. And I'm glad you said that. And I probably should mention that earlier in the episode that I'm not, and I'll tell you this, I am not a psychologist either. I'm not a psychiatrist. But I will say I've been through the stage of what's like be in an abusive relationship. Yeah. And I, will say, and I will say that I also know it's like to see my own mother be abused and I will tell you this I did not think it affected me until I um, did the poem I am ego and I think the first or second line I put watch me soar above seeing my stepdad at the time punch my mom in the face mm -hmm. and and I'll be honest with you you know happy years ago I did not think that was in my memory I didn't think it was, but I will tell you this. I found out later on, it was the first time my mom was a, being domestically abused by my stepdad at the time. And even though we hear about disciplinarians, all that stuff, and it ain't gonna lie, some disciplinarians, some disciplinarians, disciplines are necessary. But when I found out that it was, my, it was the first time my mom had been, been physically abused by my stepdad it's like how long has this been going on it affects you still i mean it's it, still it, it does it has been. and so i want to say this to those who have seen their parents whether mom or dad be hurt physically or emotionally in whatever way one that's not going to be your relationship or marriage that one that also that's not how real love is right and you may never um you may never ask like why you may not verbally ask like why mom or daddy doing this or this normal i'll tell you it's not and i will say this when i saw my stepdad go off my mom for whatever reason, I don't argue on God knows why my dad stepped out was going off at the time. And to the point, I remember he had a bag of crackers, white saltine crackers, threw them down. And me and the siblings had to leave while he dealt with my mom in the, in the worst way possible. I'm going to say this to y'all who have seen it and even kids who watch this. It's not your fault. That's not how real love is. That's not how you do communication. Because one, when you see that, it may struck some type of image in your brain or may think, okay, this is how you deal with someone. That's not the wrong way to deal with someone. I'll even say this. 
that even social media and um, in movies, you may think is controversial. And I, and I don't know if it's just me. It may have been glamorized. It's not cute when it's in real life. And it's not passion and either. It's not in the moment of passion, no. And no, not in moment of passion. And I'll even say this, because there's even a thing called marital, marital, marital rape. Yep. And I know that will count in domestic violence too. I will say this to you. Uh, my prayer is for those that have seen their parents get the, get domestic abuse, whether by words or actions, all that stuff. My prayer that you get healed from it and that the image of the marriage of it be drawn out, extracted out, out, not just your mind, but out your heart and your soul. But also give yourself to find out what could I have done. And at the time, you may feel like I couldn't do anything. You may feel defenseless. It's not your fault. But also pray that you don't have a fear. And on God, if you're going to a relationship or a marriage or a friendship, that just because you saw that happen to your mom or whoever does not mean what happened to you. And that to those that done the abusing, my prayer for you is that you get help. You get delivered. You get revelation understanding. Because when somebody went to go off of someone, abuse someone for no particular reason, there has to be a starting point somewhere. Right. And you're teaching your kids that it's okay or that they may, uh, they may continue the cycle in their own life to be an abuser. And right. That's another thing. So yes, great point. Great point there. And I'll say this because I have a family member who did that to his wife and then on together. Mm. And I will say this: I even had word that he did to one of my siblings, and he wasn't charged. Mm. But I can't say. But then myself was where I got assaulted, domestic abuse. I didn't file charges either. And I ain't gonna lie to you, I was ready to walk out and leave that person, but the guy said, come back. Because I ain't gonna lie, he knew I was gonna say something, I knew he was gonna get in trouble, he could be charged, but I also knew if I went back, I was stuck in the same same situation with my mother, who was abusive, and I will say she was. She was. She was abused, I ain't afraid of saying, she was. Um, that, how should I put this? For adults who's been abused, I think I think all of it's just me. It's just not just with teenagers, kids, for anybody who's seen it, whether you're at work, whether it's been family situations, or I pray that you don't walk in fear, that you don't be afraid to be in a relationship, that the image, whether you watched it on TV, whether you read it, you heard it in lyrics or in a song or in a video. I pray that it's stretched out your brain and stretched out your spirit, man. Because there are times we have watched some things and myself is guilty of this and thought nothing of it. But when it keeps popping back up, like, okay, where is it stemming from? And I'll even say this to those who was in a situation where you had the resources. You saw the evidence and didn't do anything. One, forgive yourself. 
ask God to give a help. Ask God to help you. Because I think there are times we want to do something, but we don't know how to do it. Or we're afraid what a repercussion will be if we expose the person that's doing the abusing. And I'll even say this to the abused. I don't know if you're just trying to get control, trying to feel like you're a man, you're bearing to someone. That's not the right way. And I pray that you get delivered from the root of why you think you have to go certain methods. You feel like you got the upper hand in a relationship, especially in a marriage. And the guy would move the scale and the error out of you. And I don't care if you saw it, if you saw your mom do it, your dad do it. I don't care if you saw social media. I don't care if you saw it in school. And you thought it was cool. It's not cool. And I pray that you get an understanding also that God uproot that stuff out of you and, and I'll help you unlearn that stuff you saw will also teach you what real love is. That you don't repeat a pattern that brings forth jail time and possible death. Or destructive that, waking up something. I mean, just, you know, destroying somebody from the inside. You know, and, yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah, and uh, and also to those that's been abused, there are times we saw the red flags, and we didn't want to believe it. There are times we didn't know the red flags were coming, and like, wait a minute, where does this come from? My prayer is one: don't beat yourself up, forgive yourself, choose to forgive yourself. And the scripture says, "I do all things through Christ that strengthens me, and that His grace is sufficient." For, his, for my, my grace is sufficient in time of weakness. I pray that you have the grace to give yourself because sometimes we have been in relationships that we knew were not good for us and we chose to stay for whatever reason. And you may feel like, oh my God, I, I waste all this time. Well, God is redeemer of time. He's restorer. And that is written and that he will help you not only to get healed from it, even missing from it, but that you'll be a testimony and a billboard and story of for someone else. Yeah. Because I because I think a lot of people have a story. Like Tina Turner, she had a story. And I saw that movie. Woo! Wait. In the limelight. She had a story. But my prayer is that those who's been abused, especially domestic abuse situation, whether dating, marriage, whatever it is, that one guy will bring you out of that relationship, but also do such a work and a strength in you that you won't go back to it, that you won't be drawn to a person who may look different, but has the similar patterns. Matter of fact, that God will hide you from people that will abuse you because one, God never made anyone with to be abused whether mentally, physical, or any form spiritually, we are not made to be abused because God did not abuse us. If he, did not, if he didn't put in a command to be abused, we're not made to be abused. So I pray that God hide you around those and keep you from those that will abuse you and that God will even show you why you had to keep from people that were going to try to abuse you. Because sometimes we around people, we like, why we can't be around them? God, like, no, they're going to abuse you. You didn't think they did, but they were going to do it if you stay around that person. Right. Break and my that cycle. Break that cycle. Oh, thank you. And Father, I pray you break every general cycle of abuse. 
every cycle because sometimes and and think about Jesus forgive them they know not what they do that they they don't break, break the fall break oh godly mm -mm. break you know, every generation oh god if uh, father go ahead break, break the cycle of abuse you know and sometimes it's hard to pray for your abuser but that's one of our best i guess to say the word weapons is uh yeah. is to pray for them that it breaks up in them you know yes. uh, because uh you know that that makes a difference too and a lot of times uh you know you might get somebody say well why would you want to break up the family or why would you want to break up the group the, it is not a healthy family it is not a healthy yeah. group or what it's supposed okay. to be okay. so yeah i'm going you know i'm going to move around i'm going to bust it up you know if it's by prayer if it's by non-acceptance if it's by right. it stops with me here or leaving, mm -hmm. you know, do what you have to do because you are also a creation of God and mm -hmm. you are as important as anybody else. Your opinion is as important as anybody else, you know, so so do that. And I just wanted to bring in a quick example. I just thought of when my son was in high school, there was this uh, friend of his. It was a girl and uh, he didn't know this, but he had wondered, you know, her personality had changed. And mm -hmm. found out that there was this guy, um, and I really hate to associate, but it was a guy that was in sports um, who <laughs> was being, um, and maybe it was testosterone, but uh, mm -hmm. um, or too much. And he was being physically and mentally abusive to this girl. And uh, my son didn't know what was going on. And, you know, like he'd go down to the table and he's like, why is everybody suddenly quiet? And the, and the guy told him, mm -hmm. mind your own business. And he says, well, mm -hmm. my friend here looks upset. It is my business. Come to find out he had been abusing um, his friend. So he went mm -hmm. ahead, and I don't condone this, but the guy punched mm -hmm. him. So, mm -hmm. um, uh, my son hit him in the sternum back and he got up and he says, come, come on, I'm taking you to the principal's office. And there for the first time she unloaded and said everything that had been going on to her. So wow. the friend is important. Go mm -hmm. to a trusted person, whether it be a preacher or a teacher mm -hmm. or someone who is trusted, even if it's a, you know, a good friend, whomever, but tell mm -hmm. someone there is no secret that mm -hmm. is harmful that makes you feel funny or whatever or you know two inches tall that is good mm -hmm. tell mm -hmm. someone you know um and uh you know of course you know make sure it's a trusted person but yeah break mm -hmm. the cycle you know uh pray for that person because you know the devil always says you know ah uh, you know don't do that and it's like why not you know even abraham lincoln said you know um, make um, enemies your friends. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but you can pray for them. You can pray for the conversion of their heart, for the stiff-necked, mm -hmm. hard-hearted people. You can pray, yeah. you know. And in the meantime, get yourself away and get healthy. Yes, <laughs> yes ma'am. And I'm going to add this. Um, and I think, Kathy, I'm glad you nailed it. Just because, like, look, just because you separate, you pray for that friend of me, reconnect that, reconnect with that person. Yeah. And I'll even say this, especially if those of you who will listen to this episode and you're not saved yet. Um, you may have, people may have tried to talk about Jesus. You're like, okay, I heard Jesus before. And this person said they love Jesus, but they did this to me. Let me tell you something in a New Testament. And Kathy, you can definitely 
Bash me on this. There's, there's not one story where Jesus abused a woman. Exactly. He sought them. He exactly. Sought them. He as a healer it, wasn't, yeah. Or disrespectful. Or disrespectful to them. And I'll tell you, there's even a story in the Bible where uh, a woman was caught in adultery. It's amazing they didn't get the guy, but that's another story. Yeah. Um, and Jesus had he could he could have like scorned the woman to the to the bone. She was getting stoned for it. She was getting stoned. You know, gonna die. Yeah, exactly. And so, but Jesus, here's what happened. Jesus says, "He who without sin cast the first stone." And guess what? Not one could do it. Nope. He forgave her and says, "Go sin no more." And I will tell you right now, whether you're saved, whether you're not saved, I'll care you back. So I don't care you stop going to church because of that type of situation, whether it's from your spouse, whether it's from your friend, or even from a leader. Jesus, the Son of God, is not like that. So even though we are encouraging you and, and letting y'all know be aware about domestic violence awareness, I still want to say to y'all, those who do not know Jesus as a saved, those who's may have had a distorted image of who Jesus is. And you may have heard Jesus be the love of your soul. And I will tell you this from experience and Kathy, you can back this up. Mm -hmm. Jesus is a true example of real love. Who else will go to the cross and pay the price for stuff that he never did was willing to say, you know what, I'll take the hit. I'll take the blows. He's the lover of a of not just your soul, but love of your mind, your emotions, your will too. He's a lover of it. And he loves those. And I think the scripture says he don't come for those that are well, but those who are who needs healing, those that are sick, those that's been broken, <clears throat> those that really need wholeness, be, need healing, transformation. And I just want to say to you, if you do not know Jesus as your Savior, I invite you to let him in and let him not only be your Savior, but your deliverer. And that he'll not only change you, not just save your soul from the pits of hell, but he will change how you see him, how you see men, how you see people, how you even sometimes see love. Because sometimes when someone's been abused, we may think, oh, that's love was not real love, but because we have seen it. We have witnessed it. We, we have embraced it. And there are times Jesus got to do such, Jesus not only down across the Calvary and gives us the Holy Ghost, will do such a work in a person to where this is where you thought what love really was when it wasn't. And I encourage you, you don't know Jesus, as him come to your heart, accept him as your Lord and Savior, and watch him not just change your life, but change how you see things. And Miss Kathy, I go lot of which I could stand this interview because I think the recording goes up to I think it's like 60 minutes. Okay. So um if anybody will reach out to you and or you want to buy the book, we we read the poems. Um, where can they um get the book from? Okay. Well, um they can contact me by my email. Um, mm -hmm. and I'd also, if they were wanted a copy of one of the poems that I read, um, I could, I could also do that, but you could reach me. My email is, um, bottom of the beat, um, at gmail.com uh -huh. and I'll spell that for you. It's B O T T O M O F T H B E E T 
at mm. gmail.com. It's beet like the vegetable. Um, oh, okay. So um, I really uh, am glad that we had an opportunity to address this because there's a lot to uh, domestic mm. abuse um, support and survival, and there are resources. Um, you There is support. Um, mm -hmm. You're not alone. Um, you're not dumb. There is no shame in recognizing right. that you, you know, might have been around a jerk. Um, and for mm -hmm. those people that don't know what to do, keep on mm -hmm. being who you're being. Be that support. Be that silent support, you know, for them. You know, let them know, you know, hey, if you need anything, keep on praying for them, you know. Mm -hmm. But, uh, um, yeah, just be there. Don't give up on them. And for those who have mm -hmm. a problem and may not realize it, or maybe trying mm -hmm. to break that cycle, knowing that they do it, but think that it's an unending cycle. No, it can be broken. It can mm -hmm. stop right there because uh, your kids are seeing how you either receive that abuse or how you right. pull out that abuse. So uh, kick it in the knees and you know bring it down, and let's all get down on our knees in prayer on that one. So that's that's uh, that where I'm going I, I, with that. <laughs> I got a story on that. I'm like, I ain't gonna say I don't do this recording, but I'll also I'll say that you probably wonder like, how do you break a cycle? And Kathy, you actually mentioned, but I'll give you an example. Um, when you probably have seen a parent, uh, verbally say something to your parent, your mom, your dad, make it feel like they are not worthy. You be in a relationship with marriage, and you see something that your wife or husband is doing, even they did nothing wrong. Instead of what you watch your parents do, watch your mother or dad say, say, make it feel less than, you could break the cycle, say, you know what? You're doing a good job. Yeah. I know you want dinner ready, but guess what? I'll help with dinner. That's how you break a cycle. And sometimes it, does, it all requires prayer, but just that's just one example where you can break the generational cycle, generational habits. Yeah, because replace, I think it. The replace it with something yeah. Yes, and I pray that the, the habits, the generational habits of abuse be broken, name Jesus, that there be no more patterns of, of, of abuse in marriages, in relationships, name Jesus, and that Father, those that will hear this interview, there'll be such a conviction in name Jesus, that convicts to a point where if they were contemplating trying to abuse someone, get control in a godly way, if I get even point of a, just a belly type of mindset, I pray that that be a conviction that you'll break them, that you break any habit and strike the habits that make them think, oh, I got to do this and get the upper hand in the name of Jesus because sometimes those that try to be abused and a bully and there are times bullies, bully people that think they are weak or look weak because they feel like if I bully this person, then I have a, then I have a upper hand that have control and sometimes those that do domestic violence are number of bullies that's really scared and won't control but don't know how to deal with stuff going on in their lives and i pray for those that's been hurt and abused and i even say this celebrities because celebrities sometimes don't really bring things up my prayer for celebrities whether you are a celebrity spouse I don't care what profession you're doing. I pray that God will heal you and hear your cry and that he'll bring around the, the right support system, not just for fame, but bring around people that will help you transition, not just healing, but this from a person. I don't care how powerful or poverty they are on the outside. They, they, they'll, that God will give you an exit out, not only heal you, but also instruct and make, try to make you go 
back to that person because they have supposed influence with God is a influencer and creator of all things. Yeah. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, um, Miss Kathy, I ain't gonna lie, I can stay longer, but um, I'm gonna get out this call because I ain't gonna lie. Well, I'd probably put it on AC now, yeah. but um, we'll have Ms. another Kathy, one, sure. <laughs> oh, yes, we'll have another one again, but I'm kidding you not, this is worth it. Um, thank you again, Miss Kathy, and we gotta do a round three. Yeah, my pleasure, and you were on fire. <laughs> yes, ma'am, thank you so much, and thank you for the encouragement, it goes a long way. Thank you for being a great support and inspiration. Yes, ma'am. And everybody, thank you again. Um, those that will be listening to it, thank you again. And this is your girl, Lexi Lex. And remember, keep on soaring like an eagle in your heart, in your mind, and throughout life. And remember, somebody needs to get gift. Excuse me. Somebody needs to get the God put in you. Have a great day. And thank you again, Ms. Kathy Wilkes. You're welcome. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs>